This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour and eventful Tolo Tuesday edition here on DFW Sports Station. 105.3 The Fan, Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt Fist Pumping. Mm-hmm. All right. Jerry Jones did not come on with us. We're waiting to see if there's anything to that. We're going to try to get the phones working back again for Nick even at 920 this morning. But let's take a little Cowboy break and go around the NFL with playoff overreactions or not. Oh, man. Oh, baby. Now, one of these could start a pretty big fight. We've already had the fight. It could start a bigger one. Oh, no. We could redo this one, but I'll skip. I'll skip the Josh Allen. Man, how about Ryan Plemons on Twitter? Sharif getting absolutely cooked by Bobby Belt every morning. It's freaking hilarious. Gang, gang. We should start calling Sean Tryhard Sean. I don't know what that last part means, but if you're referring to the Dak-Josh Allen argument, I did the cooking, Rye Rye. I did I did the cooking. No, let Bob cook. <laughs> okay, so. You can't cook. It's let Bob order. Whatever. Let Bob Uber. Let same Bob thing. order. The card works the same. <laughs> Let Bob order from a restaurant he's already been to in a city a thousand miles away. All right, item. <laughs> Let Bob drive through. The Buffalo Bills missed their window. Uh, ooh. It's no ooh. It's a no. That's an overreaction. How old is Josh Allen? Does anyone know? I would uh, say 26. He 20, is. Yeah, I believe he's 26 or 27. He is 26 on the dot. So, to steal a line from... Someone that I've worked with for a while, Ralph James Choppy. The quarterback gives you a chance. He's 26. The window is wide open. The window is the roof. That's a ridiculous overreaction. The window is the roof. Maverick windows. Uh, It is, but it's not as much of an overreaction as it sounds on its face, I don't think. Because especially if there's problems with Diggs, if Diggs has any sort of unhappiness there, there's already a discussion about, like, does Josh Allen have enough weapons? And that defense is starting to get older. They very well may lose Jordan Poyer this year. He's kind of like the heart and soul for them. And so, uh, I mean, it's it's an overreaction, but it's only slight, I think. I think there's there's issues in Buffalo that they'll need to fix. It's a... Um... Don't roll your eyes at me, Sean. <laughs> oh, I've... Oh, my God. Say it. My receipts. I'm going to let Choppy go first. It, I've, I've interrupted too much. It's an overreaction. And at the same time, there's some truth to it because we are four days away from the Chiefs missing their window as well. Because this is the Cincinnati Bengals universe that we are now living in. Woo! Wow. And even though. Bengals and Lions just crushing it for the rest of time. Even though. Boy, the Lions, I can't wait for them to be dominant <laughs> next year. 
Uh, even though Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow, he ain't cooler. <laughs> he ain't cooler. Uh, it's the Bang- it's the Bengals world. We are four days away. The Bengals are going to go up as like a two point favor. They're going to beat the Chiefs this weekend, and I, I, I we, you know, we may see them in this situation again and again and again and again. I'm going to hate. We're going to hate the Bengals. We're going to hate the Bengals in five years. We are going to absolutely despise the Cincinnati Bengals in five years. When's y'all's draft show? First one is tomorrow. Okay. What time am I scheduled? Uh, are you going to come on the draft show? I you you going to start studying with us? I think I well I don't I don't even need to study. Oh, okay. Uh, because I, uh, I'm I'm the, I'm the quarterback expert, self-proclaimed. <laughs> okay. I have all my quarterback receipts, and I'm keeping them. What did you think of Brock Purdy? Uh, I didn't watch Brock Purdy. Oh, okay. Uh, so you were right about him. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, because you watched Brock Purdy on Sunday, and all you saw was a guy that's just a guy. You saw uh, he'll be out of the league of three years. He'll be. <laughs> I don't think so. But I caught so much Dak hate, so much Dak shrapnel over the past few years when I said Josh Allen was better than Dak Prescott, and now everyone just sees it, so no one gives me uh, any props for that. I also said that when Tom Brady was leaving New England, you could bring him here. They'd be just as good, if not better. So I knew Tom wasn't done. That was Bill Belichick screwing him over. Uh, I always said Dak was not elite or special. We all know that that's true now. My Mm -mm. big miss is Carson Wentz. That's my big miss. That's my big problem. Uh, And I'm collecting all of you and these Josh Allen receipts. I'm taking note of every single one in the offseason who's talking about Josh Allen not being special, whether it's Nick Wright over at FS1. He's got to do his Chiefs bit so the Bills suck. RJ Choppy. Well, hang on. Bobby Belt. I did not say he's not special. He just is not as good as the other two. But the window, if you think he's special, the window being closed is a crazy overreaction. The window is, yes, it is It is an overreaction. But what I'm saying is that if their Josh window, Allen was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, we would not be talking about the Eagles winning the division while, correct. This, while this man was correct. healthy. We would not. We would not. But he's not the quarterback here. Right. And, and they're going to win the division for the next umpteen years in, in the AFC East. Yeah. But their window, I don't believe, is as big as the Cincinnati Bengals right now. And Stephon Diggs, pipe down. Pipe down. Because your career, and, and and there have been legit arguments over Stephon Diggs being the best receiver in the National Football League. Uh, you can go back to Minnesota if you want. You can go play in another cold place where you originally started. Josh Allen needs Diggs, and Diggs needs Allen more. So chill out, relax, settle down. The Buffalo Bills will be contenders every single year, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, they will. But I'm keeping these Allen receipts. All right. Joe Burrow will win more Super Bowls than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has one? He's got one. Uh, overreaction. Just because, I mean, you've already got a, a one Super Bowl lead for Mahomes. Like, in order to win more, you're obviously going to have to win two. Just think about how difficult it is to win two Super Bowls, period. And Mahomes has shown, like, every year, like clockwork, he will be in the AFC title game. So he's going to be right there to compete for it every single year. Overreaction. What what is impressing you about Burrow? What what's standing out to you about his game? I mean, he's got elite ball placement. He's got elite decision making. Um, he's got yesterday, a really really good arm. Yesterday, Orlovsky said he's the best quarterback in the National Football League. That's but that's hang on, hang on, hang on. Mahomes is the best player, 
But in terms of like quarterbacking, like reading yeah, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the Michael Jordan leadership thing for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like you could have our 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 basketball coach before he was filming us in the shower. He used to say, "We got a lot of athletes on this team. We don't need <laughs> we don't need basketball players." I get what what he's saying. You know, like you know, Josh Allen's a, is a is a special athlete. Joe Burrow's a special quarterback. Like, and you know, what I mean, like it's just, his decision making is so good. Uh, and, and you know, if you like the true typical drop back passer, then Joe Burrow should be your guy. Like he should be your guy. Bobby, did you think it was really cool how he how he threw that ball in warm ups and did a a pirouette three sixty and uh-huh. spun back around? Yeah, yeah, I got chills. It was like watching old nine god play. Like like <laughs> Joe Joe Burrow walks into a building. His 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 dingus has been in there for an hour. Okay, it just has. Part of him's been in that building for an hour before he even walks in. Like that's how awesome this dude is. But I'm I agree with Bobby. Like the one dude's already got a, already had a, already has a lead, and he's got a home game this week. And will be there. He'll be there every year. Be there. Now, so might Burrow. Burrow might be there every week, every year too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll say I'll say it's an overreaction. Okay. Brian Dayball will not make the playoffs again as the Giants' head coach. Overreaction. Overreaction. I mean, they, they, they had no business getting there this year. Like, I'm interested to see how much better they can be once they actually start building that thing. So, I know this is, you will say, not an overreaction. And you'll say he will never make it back and that he has no neck and everything. But he will. Well, I have no back. neck either. We usually used to support each other. I mean, <laughs> shoot, what? We're, we're 20 years into, like, the NFC's champion changing every single year. So, I'm sure he'll get one of those one time. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Crazy overreaction. I, I, don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's an overreaction, too. I what made know. you even think of that one? Um, Because they are, you know. The, like, they the, did it with nothing. Their point differential said they had no business being in the playoffs. Uh, the best, if they were in the AFC, I would say they will never make the playoffs again. Wow. Mm. Because the AFC is just so much better. I mean, you've got, like, at some point, you got to look at the quarterbacks that that conference has and the ones that we have and realize that we are playing two different sports. It's two different sports. I mean, I, I would think that, I mean, you need an elite, elite quarterback just to make the postseason in the AFC, it seems at this point. Good thing uh, the Cowboys have one. I know, right? These, oh my God, these people on here. You have gotten this Josh these Allen. You've, you've gotten this Josh Allen Dak thing stirred up by some of these, some of these, these tweeters. Me? Yeah, you. That was not me. You. My God. I was willing to just make a comment and drop it. Then you wanted to stop down and, and lose a debate to me for, over it. I mean, <laughs> my God. I can't believe some of this garbage that people are tweeting at me. Y'all are insane. Love you, Tolos. Sean McDermott should be on the hot seat. No. Way overreaction. Why? Because he's a damn good coach, and he's shown what a good coach is. They're, they had their – like, I picked Cincinnati to win. I think Cincinnati was a tough matchup for Buffalo. Buffalo was my top team throughout the year, but I still thought that Cincinnati was going to go in there and win that game. I, I think what McDermott's done to help build up Buffalo is outstanding. I would not move on from him. They have to run the football a little bit more. It's Josh Allen or bust. That, that, that's all it is. They ran the ball 14 times out of the shotgun on Sunday. Those 14 carries generated one first down. One first down. Uh, so, no, Sean McDermott should not be fired. And you like Sean McDermott. I like Sean McDermott a lot. Yeah, I don't think he should be fired. Um, I think that maybe next year, um, 
they can have the discussion. But I don't think so. I mean, listen, what they but do. There's no doubt that the Buffalo Bills are by far the biggest losers of the playoffs mm-hmm. this year. It's not even close, right? Not even close. Not even close. Although they had a really tough coin flip matchup. Like of course. The Cincinnati game is a problem. It, oh, Cincinnati's are a huge we, problem. Are we overreacting by criticizing and laughing at Buffalo for losing to the Bengals? That's an overreaction or not. If, if, if you're saying that Joe Burrow's the next and you're putting him up on Mahomes' level, then why are we killing the Bills? Because you got destroyed at home. Yeah. That's in why. Your, in your elements. In your, that, like, like the, the Buffalo Bills have the best home field advantage in the sport when, it's, when, when, when the weather's bad. I will say I picked the Bengals. When I saw it was snowing, I didn't realize it was supposed to be that bad. When I sat down, I was like, oh, I guess this isn't a good... I would I would have changed had I known how much it was going to snow. And I would have been wrong, but I wasn't wrong. I'm 10 and 0, Sean. <laughs> Just like I am in arguments on this show this morning. <laughs> I think I think you need your first day off in a month tomorrow. Yeah? yeah? Look at that. Okay. The Eagles are that good. What is- uh, overreaction. They're not 30. What was the final score? 38 to 7. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not that good. I will agree with you, Choppy, though. Like those two games, San Fran against us and the Eagles Giants, completely flipped the way I felt about the NFC Championship compared to last week. Yeah. But the Giants, the Giants overachieved. Yeah, they did. They weren't very they good. Were, they were the JV Minnesota Vikings or the varsity Vikings. That's it. If they beat San Fran by 10. Mm. Is it 20 to 10? I mean, 31 21. 31 21. I will. 28 17. 28 17. I'll be really impressed. But they're not 38 7 good. It's an overreaction. Their their two biggest victories of the season are against the Giants. And then Jalen Hurts with his shoulder hurting managed to beat the Giants. Like they just are dominant against them. They, They haven't beaten down teams like that this year except. New York. They beat New York 48 to 22 in December. They beat New York with, you know, Jalen Hurts being in all that pain. And then they came back and beat him by 31. That's what they do. Otherwise, throughout the rest of the league, you see when they've played competitive teams, it's been close. What do you think, Choppy? I think they're that good in comparison to the rest of the NFC, but I think they're at best the fourth best team in the NFL. I'd have Bills, Bengals, Chiefs to beat them. It's because you hate the Niners. No, I don't, I don't hate the Niners. I mean, I do hate the Niners, but like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can bring up their schedule. But, you know, you, you conveniently don't bring up the Niners' schedule. Uh, but uh, no, 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 no. Because what I'm saying is, we're talking about are they that good? San Francisco has consistently been beating teams by like 20 lately. Like I'm saying, sure, the only yeah, team the Eagles have done that against is the Giants. They've been rolling. There's no doubt they've been rolling lately. All right. Around the NFL overreactions or not, Bill Belichick has brought Bill O'Brien back as the offensive coordinator. That is the news that came out this morning. We have some Kellen news, uh, Kellen Moore news this morning. News on Kellen Moore this morning. And we'll see if our phones work and if Nick Eatman knows why Jerry Jones canceled on us. And can he defend what DallasCowboys.com did that's turned into a national story? Next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's update the poll question. 1,400 votes from the Tolos at 105.3 SS. Was it a successful Cowboys season? Bobby, you said in the expressway, uh, this kind of lit up. The text messages at 877-881-1053, say no. They agree with Bobby Belt that the Cowboys came up short. Uh, RJ and I voting yes, season was a success, but 65-35 saying no amongst about 1,400 votes from the Tolos hmm. as we stand. They're all doing this, should Mike McCarthy be fired topic on television. Mike Tannenbaum, cold-blooded yesterday, saying yes that Mike McCarthy should be fired, and then you had these other shows talking about it. I left that uh, I left that in Tampa Bay. That's why I wanted to ask the question before they won the game mm-hmm. because for me, and maybe this is, I don't know, maybe I'm dead wrong, and Steven and Jerry canceled on us because something crazy is about to go down. If Dan Quinn is going to take the Arizona job and Sean Payton in Denver, where does that leave you in terms of a potential replacement for a candidate, but um, I left that in Tampa Bay because I didn't think it'd be a topic or an issue after they destroyed the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't either, and I don't think it should. I don't think it should have, even if they lost the game. I, you know, I mean, he had exceeded expectations. They, their win total in Vegas was nine. They hit that by like December first. Uh, you know, I, I, I would not have put them in a um, uh, had to win this game to keep your job category. But I get that, you know, it is the Cowboys, it is Jerry, and who knows what he's going to do. That question should be long gone and off anyone's mind, in my opinion. All right. DallasCowboys.com has become a national story for the way they recap the game. Here's Shannon Sharp on FS1 this morning. Then we'll bring in someone from the website to criticize the people over there on the Internet side. What's going on here? I got a huge problem with this. This is some bull jive. This is a team official account. Now, at first, I thought they were hacked. I said, somebody hacked this account. And then I looked, and it's still up. So clearly, it wasn't. It hasn't been hacked. This came from a a team official that runs their social media account and thought it was okay to throw Dak Prescott under the bus. The story, just for accuracy purposes, reads, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they did not, again, generate self-inflicted wounds. Now, Shannon Sharp and Herm Edwards are calling out the website uh, for stepping over the line. Nick Eatman is joining us from that website on the Diamond Factory hotline. When did you – first off, do we have you? 
I'm here, guys. Hey! We take the L for that one. Uh, that was our bad uh, at 840. That's all right. When did you realize? Big, apparently. Yeah, right. When did you find out that this was an actual story yesterday? Just yesterday afternoon, kind of hearing that, that some national, you know, national people have picked it up. But I honestly, not till this morning did I did I think that it uh, did I even hear that it was, you know, still had legs and people were still discussing it. It's 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 mind blowing to me. But then again, it's what we're used to, and and also you know I, I just I don't I still when you read it just now, you know I'm I'm. I know I know where it came from. I know where it stems from, and it stems completely from Dak Prescott's mouth. So that's kind of why we. That's why the article was written that way, and and you know, and it was and it was teased that that way. I mean, that was coming from a tease to the article. So, um, you know, I don't really, I don't understand what, what what all the kickback is, but it's because we've gotten that freedom over the years to do that kind of stuff. And I obviously know that, that, that coaches and players that have been with other teams, they don't operate the same way. So therefore they think that we're throwing them under the bus. Right. That couldn't be further from the truth. Who posts it? How does it work? Uh, it works. We, you know, we have a, we have a social media team and we, we have some, some people that, that, that you know, that they do a, actually do a good job of kind of going through, the article making it look you know a little different than the headline and, and putting the, the teas out there so um it's you know we actually have a, a really good team that does that and and i think i think you know and we we could have probably done a little bit better in that particular one just maybe maybe you know putting it on the writer um you know as patrick walker you know who does a great job with us as our beat writer you know he, he he's writing that but again it's coming straight from Dak. Right. Dak's the one that says when, when your quarterback comes, and that's something that I've always kind of listened for when on a tough loss on a game like that. I learned it honestly from Wade Phillips because Wade Phillips would sit there and say that 25 players had a good game even though they lost, and then he would put it on himself. So when he put it on himself, then okay, you, you know, it's like this is this is your out. If you're trying to be critical, you're like. This guy's saying it's on me. Well, then put it on you. And Dak said that. Now, I I wrote in my article. I I, I did not put the whole thing on Dak. I, I don't. I don't think that it was the way yeah, I graded him yesterday. You know, I didn't give him a, the worst grade in the world. I don't like grades anyways. But you know, I I just don't. And so our organization. I I mean, from the top, Jerry said it. What he talked for what 13 minutes the other day, and half of that was on how much. Dak is the quarterback, is the leader, is a, is a great quarterback. We feel that way at our website, writers, social team, all that. I mean, like, it, it was not his best game. He said it. He knows it. And, and that this team is, is, is out of the playoffs because they didn't play their best game. And it starts with the quarterback. He got all the praise in Tampa. He's getting a lot of the criticism here. That's not always fair, but that's just the way it goes. So the reaction to this tweet from y'all's official account, has 10,000 retweets, 3,600 responses, and it has generated 15 million interactions since Sunday. Wow. This is the best thing that ever happened to y'all. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you all have any discussions about taking it down or changing it? I, I wasn't involved in those discussions. I know, I know 
taking down posts like that is is probably more problematic than than leaving it up usually right. um so no I, I i don't you know again i i didn't i wasn't in in those discussions i don't think so i mean because you know and that's and that's something that like you know, I, I heard y'all saying earlier about, you know, the story with, with Brian Broadus and, and, and Jerry saying that to him. He said that to me when I, like, when I first started working here, like, 24 years ago. He said that to me about, you know, push me, push me to, to, to try to, you know, to, to do more. And, you know, this was a new thing. A new thing we were, we were dealing with was, was the Internet and a website. And, and the, the Cowboys have always given us the, the freedom to, to cover the team, you know, like, like other outlets or, or as close as possible you know, to other outlets. And so, you know, this was really no different. And, and I can't think of many times ever where, where anyone's been upset with, you know, from the front office on how we've covered the team. It's mainly if we did something from a competitive thing about, you know, expected free agent or, or, or trade or something like that, but, but not from, from, covering the team on, on, on a, you know, on a situation like this. Nick Eatman, unscheduled, joining us here on the Diamond Factory Hotline from DallasCowboys.com. Do you have any theories as to why Steven and Jerry Jones canceled on us yesterday and today? Uh, not not specific things, but I think you guys are onto something that, that there's probably something, you know, and I – I hope it's not this. I hope it's not the, you know, the, uh, the article. Uh, well, that's not the reason, but um, Derek Eagleton it, fired not, before Kellen Moore you're in trouble, Nick. That, um, but no, no, I, I don't, I, I think that there's still stuff to be hashed out you know, on this team. And, and, you know, last year, I think Jerry realized that. I mean, when I, I believe, I know he canceled on one or two, but then he, then he comes back and then they was asked about, McCarthy and he didn't really answer it and then that became a huge story so I think you know they're just trying to figure out what where the next move is what the next step is and, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's the head coach or or the staff that there's just a lot of pressing decisions that maybe haven't been answered just yet and when you when you don't answer something even when you're non-committal that becomes a big story and and, and that's what all of us kind of feed off on so that's my theory is that I just don't think they're you know, clearly ready to answer some of those questions yet. Nick, uh, everyone talks about Kellen's replacement. The, the The reality is Dan Quinn's probably gone, and I haven't heard or had a discussion about his replacement. Are, are there in-house candidates or other names out there that you guys have discussed to uh, replace Dan Quinn if he takes the Cardinals, Broncos, or Colts job? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know the in-house ones. I mean, because – there's a domino effect there as well because you know those some of those are here because Nan brought him here and maybe if Dan does leave he he would go and he would take some of these guys like like a Joe Witt or something with him. Uh, George Edwards's name has been there. You know he's been a defensive coordinator um, and you know I, I believe he's got a really good relationship obviously with Michael Parsons which I think is is very important here um, and you know and and look at what what George Edwards did. And, and again, that's just one name that I know. I, I don't know of many others uh, that are on the staff. If I have to look at them, they got a lot of coaches on the, both sides of the ball. I'm sure that there's some, but you know, it, it would, it would probably, I'm, I'm sure they would look outside as well. It, again, all of this, if, if Dan Quinn leaves, but you know, there, there will be different names, but as far as in-house names, 
I mean, I know Joe Witt's name's been been mentioned, um, and then also uh, George Edwards would would be a, a good candidate too. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they went on the outside here. You know, McCarthy knows he's been around the league a long time. He knows a lot of people. He brought Dan Quinn from the outside, so it wouldn't surprise me if they went outside if they needed to do that. Uh, when McCarthy was with Green Bay, like third, fourth year in, he switched his defense to a three-four. There's not, they wouldn't do anything like that drastic, would they? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. But, but, but I'll say this, Choppy. I don't, I don't know how drastic that is anymore in today's league. I mean, I, I, it's, it was way back when, but I just think that there's a lot of players. That, that are, you know, that, that come from different schemes now, you know, even we've seen, Bill, you know, Bill Belichick and other, other coaches kind of shift three, four, four, three within the middle of a game. So um, I don't, I don't know if it if they have the personnel to do it, but I don't think that it would be that drastic. If, you know, we saw none in one draft, the Cowboys kind of overhauled mm-hmm. their defense and were able to do that. So, um, you know, I, I in the last 30 seconds of me thinking of talking about this, the only person I could think of is Chauncey Golston. Cause I think Chauncey Golston is one of those players where you're like, all right, you know, he could probably fit in a different scheme there. Um, you know, Micah would obviously be on your, on your outside. Uh, I, I don't think that they would, they would do that. I think they're more of a four, three front, but you know, I mean, it's not as, it's not as foreign as it used to be to switch it like that. Last one. Uh, Michael Gelkin reported that Zeke, wants to come back and he would be willing to take a pay cut. What would that have to look like in the Cowboys eyes or in your mind to have Zeke return? Well, uh, I mean, I think, you know, I, I think he, well, he said that to everybody the other day, about he, he definitely wanted to come back. And, you know, I think the writing's on the wall, obviously that, that, that there has to be a pay cut. And you look at other players, you look at the D law type of contract. Um, I don't know if it'll be that, type of deal again i I'm, I'm not looking at his his contract right in front of me um but i i mean i would think it would have to be you know it has to be a pretty significant move um uh, for him to do that i mean he's gonna have to take a, a cut because you know he just he's clearly not the number one back and he's not gonna play special teams uh i wouldn't i wouldn't think so you know what does that look like for a team that that definitely needs to to save some some cap space here um, it just it's going to come down to, to to what is he willing to to reduce it to? And the weird part is is like, okay, you're not a free agent, so it's hard to kind of test the market what his market would be. I think Zeke's market would be um, very unique because he's he's a he's a well known player, and there might be you know he's coming off of what ten touchdowns, what maybe twelve? I mean, um, you know, close to a thousand yards. He split some time. He needs another back with him, like most backs do. Um, he, you know, like I said, provides name recognition and to, you know, would be like a wow move for another team. So I kind of wonder what that would be. But you don't get to have that market because he's not a free agent. So coming down to a number, that's that's tricky. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't envy them either side to try to figure that that one out. Thank you for bearing through the phones and hopping on unexpectedly to explain the website controversy. Stay employed. We'll catch up with you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Always. Thank you. <laughs> Nick Eatman. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. It is. Only, only with this team would we have to get on a member of the website to yeah. talk about the website. That's it. That's it. 
Website. No other team. No other team. Not a single one. Let's cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece. Do they have any theories why Stephen Jones canceled on them? Next on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, it is now time for Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece. Hey, buddy. Fiery show today. And yeah. I think this Crosstalk is going to maintain that. Alpha Mike Bassick just said in the commercial break. Kevin Hagelin, Mike Bassick, Corey Majors, what's that smell like? My, my, my <laughs> mic cover still smells like B.O. or is something. Is it yours? Man. Yeah, it's the one I talk into, so I guess. I mean, Maybe you should wash it. How like, do you uh, wash these things? Like our jeans. Do we throw them in the y'all's jeans Where? smell? Wash your mic cover as much as your jeans. <laughs> do, your jeans do your jeans smell? I, I saw Nick Nepic post about that this morning, about wearing jeans, but I didn't see. Anyway, we have... Uh, Apparently, the argument broke out on G-Bag with Bobby over, and, and the pregame show over how often you wash your jeans. Once a week? Once, once a every week? two. Probably okay. twice a month, I'm going to guess. Okay. Yeah, team team once every two weeks, Mike. There you Their go. Jeans aren't really supposed to be washed. That's Ever? what Mr. Levi said. Really? Yeah. 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 Again, that's if you're buying the ones that have like that hard material like the Levi's. If you're buying like the new jeans that are very soft, they're almost like sweatpants. And I, I think that's different. Oh. I would wash I mean I, like, no I would idea. wash Levi's or Wranglers oh. way less than I do the current ones. The problem is is when you get food on them or something, I feel <laughs> yeah. like you have. Or, <laughs> I feel like you have yeah. Swampage. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's different Especially here. Especially Corey has to wash them a lot. He doesn't wear underwear. Oh good. Right. Good for you. Thanks, man. What's coming up? I don't also sleep naked, Mike. Um, do you really? Yeah. I don't get that. High five on that one. I do too. Does your wife sleep? Okay. Oh my god. Whoa. My follow. What are you asking? Why are you asking about my wife, Sean? <laughs> like, that's that's like, a great question. No, I feel like it should have to be. Both people should have to agree to this uh, rule. Like Why? she sleeps naked and you sleep naked, but with you and Choppy, just you all are nude and they're clothed. Yeah, she sleeps with. She feels comfortable with clothes on. Yeah. I feel comfortable with, and it's. Yeah. I felt comfortable without clothes on since I guess high school, like right around graduation time. That's when I was like. I'm gonna sleep this way, and we've been married for Kevin. How many? How many years? Sixteen years. Yeah, almost seventeen okay, years so, now. Okay, so tell the tell me more about your like <laughs> treaty for sleeping, where you're like we're either I, both I, clothed I or both naked. Well, I would think that you're both of the same mindset. Like, so she's in bed, uh huh, and she's, she's also more likely to get up with the kids. Okay, yeah. well that's good. If the kids like come rumbling okay. in or anything, so she's she, the one that's gonna but, hop but, out of bed. But let me paint the picture. Uh-huh. So she's in bed uh-huh. and she's got her pajamas on. She's got the book or she's watching TV or TikTok, she's texting yeah. on her phone. TikTok, yeah. And you are brushing your teeth in the bathroom. All right. And you come lumbering out. Yep. In you, shorts. You, arm swinging. Oh, in shorts. I walk oh, really? out in shorts. Oh, you walk out in shorts. I take them off next to the bed, lay okay. down in the bed, ah. then roll out of, yeah. out of bed and put them put right them back on. on. Yeah. Okay. I'm not yeah. walking around the house naked all okay. the time. Now, now, when you get a, like, we've all gotten up and think, 
is someone in my house? Like, what was that noise? Yeah, pants, shorts first. Okay, you're not hopping up and running into the living room. No. Okay. No, that, that is... could be a strategical error because yeah. Colby always tells told Don't us fight not the naked man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if somebody breaks into your house and you see a naked person run right. out, I'd be like, ooh, wrong house. Yeah. And you? <laughs> I mean, I, when I, when when are your clothes all off? How early? Mark that. <laughs> you best mark that. <laughs> okay, assuming that we're just going to bed, right? We're not going to get in anything. Then they're right. off, uh, I, I, just like Corey. Give me I'll, your routine. I'll take them off right at the bedside. Okay, so you're not you're not coming out of the bathroom fully naked. Flipping and flopping? Yeah. No, not generally. Okay, and okay. And then, you know, she's, she's generally clothed when she sleeps. I think that's to avoid a sneak attack in the middle of the night. Uh, oh, my goodness. I think generally if the guy's going to be naked, the girl should probably be clothed. Mine started with a sneak attack. Mine started with shirts because I didn't like the feeling of yeah. being like feeling choked in the middle of the night by my shirt. Oh. So that's when I was like, all right, Damn. going shirtless. And then I just decided, let's do the whole thing. Then, now, when my kids stay with me for the weekend, when I have them, I, I keep boxers on. Good. Oh, like, I don't God. want, I don't want somebody to come on yeah. in and see... They did don't you, need to see all that. Did you need to tease? Did you tease something? We have Tony Khan, Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner mm. and AEW impresario at noon today. He'll join us for about 10 minutes and we'll get after that. Asked for the 30th anniversary of Raw last night. The whole interview is going to be about Trevor Lawrence. You know it is. Like, (laughs) I have questions, but... This is the one time Mike will say, guys, I got this this interview. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you've worn a teal shirt. On purpose, like I can't for every day it. for the last eight I days. Have, <laughs> I have a little bit of beef with Choppy, but this is Choppy and I are together Whoa. today. No Masters, clue. baby. That's a master uh, show. All right, what's your beef? All right, so it's not a big beef because what Choppy is saying is correct. The Cowboys exceeded expectations. Their Vegas over-under was nine. But the issue that I have on it is Philadelphia, San Francisco, Kansas City, Cincinnati, they all exceeded expectations, too. In fact, Buffalo exceeded Vegas expectations by mm. winning 13 mm. games. So when you get down to usually the final eight, yeah, because I know that New York exceeded expectations. Sure. Yes, I'm just thinking of uh, even Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Exce- so oh, when yeah. you get to the final eight, it's almost it's close to impossible to not exceed Vegas expectations if you get to the final eight. So now... Well, Buffalo is a failure. I'll disagree with RJ on that. I'm not right. just going by win total. And I agree too. But yeah. if you just look at, if you just go by Vegas numbers, say this, then once you get to the final eight, you got to fight your ass off because you're you're playing. All eight teams have pretty much exceeded Vegas's expectations. Yeah, right. I, I think at the final, I, the final four. I think today, like I could say, every team is pretty much success. You know, like you're gonna you're the, the team. I think so. The team you're playing in the conference championship game is also a really good team. Like, you can't expect to beat that team. Uh, the Chiefs expected to beat Jacksonville. You know what's interesting about that is I, I think that the Chiefs have definitely exceeded expectations just because I know they have Mahomes, and that's a great organization. Tyreek, yeah. But, yeah, I felt like yeah. so many people were burying them once they lost Tyree. Like, like also, the other thing is, like, mm. I know, sorry, Bobby's going to hate me for this one. But, like, at some point, like, you know, you have to look at, to me, who your quarterback is to what your expectations truthfully are. I think if you don't have if you don't have Mahomes or Burrow or Allen or whatever, I don't think you could ever expect to win a title. You could hope for it, but I don't think you could truly expect to win yeah. one. And it's not fair to Dak because he is the best, right? Mahomes is the best. But if you give the Dallas Cowboys Patrick Mahomes, they're winning the Super Bowl this year. Yes. If sure. you give to me my opinion, only my opinion, if Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know if they make the playoffs. 
Agreed. Yeah, that's that's fair, and that's why I think you know expectations are, are, are different based on who the the QB is. He's just ignoring. Are we all trying to bait him, or is that really what you? No, think? I just want to see his reaction. Okay. I forgot he checked yeah. out at this time. Yeah. No, you. I, I, I just I was didn't, watching. I didn't check out. It's just I mean, like he's planning I, I his don't... next midlife crisis move after the oh, shaving of the head. Oh, that's, no, that's, I think, that's, I think that's, the Chiefs win. That wasn't midlife crisis. Yeah, they win nine just, or ten games. Right, they're right on that borderline. Yeah. But probably I think the Chargers end up winning that division. Uh, but it's close. I mean, they then, went. They would have gone seventeen and zero with Chad Henney. We saw, we saw mean, how was, he walked down. Was he just went right drive. down the field. Longest, longest right playoff down. drive in Chiefs history. Yeah. Are you guys excited for uh, Friday? Oh. Yeah, Friday is great because Saturdays afterwards, yeah, weekends awesome. Is. What's Friday? What's well, Friday, Sean? Uh, Friday will be pent up Jerry Jones. If you base it off last year, uh, when he did not come on Tuesday to. Recap the season right. like he normally does. Right. Steven did not go on with you guys yesterday. Right. I get these texts from Corey. Hey, wh- what's going on? Do you know mm-hmm. anything? And I was like, Jerry you just tweeted that on you were hearing rubblings. So oh. I, that's what I was curious about, actually. Right. Well, rubble on the double. We Rub- had rubbles. we had we had wild reckless speculation. Okay, my, love it. My wild reckless speculation, which the Cowboys have now invited since neither Jones uh, is coming on, is. My, my my wild theory is going to be Kellen Moore. Mm. That Kellen Moore may be in, in a little bit of trouble. I, and if Carolina, I don't think that theory is that wild. Carolina's interviewing him today. The Cowboys, maybe it's a win-win. They don't have to fire anybody. And Kellen becomes the Panthers' next head coach. You want my wild speculation? Nope. Uh, so what do you think oh. about the Stars oh. losing to Bo- uh, Yes. Gary's uh, selling the team to Mike and saying, if you think you can do a better job here, you do this crap. You do it. That right. would be the greatest. No, oh, you're thing the only Mike. So really, ever. to really take you behind the scenes, I can't do worse. There were some rumblings. <laughs> uh, would you exceed uh, Vegas's win total? <laughs> to to really take you behind the scenes, there were rumblings about a possible press conference being scheduled yesterday, and I'm like, they wouldn't call a press conference to fire someone unless it was the head coach. Well, usually a press conference, good news. You or, think they'd hire Nathaniel Hackett to replace Kellen Moore? That's a rumor. No, I'm, I'm Brian Schottenheimer. Maybe they were interviewing Brian Schottenheimer before he left the building with Dan Quinn yesterday. Maybe they were talking to Nathaniel yeah. Hackett yeah. before he goes somewhere else. Yeah. Someone that I called said with a straight face, maybe they're calling a presser for Jerry to give Steven full GM control. And I started laughing in this guy's face. Like, are you out of your damn mind? Have you lost it? And he's like, well, according to your press conference parameters, it would have to be something that big because they're not calling one to fire a coach. And I was like, okay, good point. They probably wouldn't call Can you imagine? Can you imagine if if they called a presser for Jerry to be like, I'm giving up the GM Cowboys would have an $80 million payroll next year. That, (laughs) How much does it cost when you trade Dak? What's the cap hit? It's you will lose eight million okay. if you trade him. All right, I I wonder if the most Cowboys thing to do that would was a be troll, by the way to have a press conference to announce that they're going to induct Jimmy Johnson into the Ring of Honor to the try to after. De- yeah to try to deflect all discussion about Steven, lack of ability uh, uh, to get into the NFC Championship God, game. We're going to put the Jimster in. Okay, it's going to let the get some of the heat off of us. You have any theories? Has Steven canceled on you guys like that before? Uh, Steven is less surprising. But I'm, it doesn't seem like he doesn't really want to do it. For sure. A hundred percent. That is what it feels like. And so I appreciate that he does it though. Yeah. It's, it's fun to talk to. You think to when him. Steven, if Steven takes over, that that will be canceled? No. Other Steven people- will do it because he knows that it's it's good for business, yeah. but 
It'll be the same. It will be very much at the end of the day. We have to execute better. I yeah. mean, it won't. Yeah. yeah. You'll just be like, all right, we got that over with. He's okay. not going to sell. I mean, okay, that yeah. Charlotte would be the salesperson in that group. And so that'd be yeah. that'd be a blast to have her. Because we all knew yesterday would have been, well, you have to give San Francisco credit. They're a heck of a team and they executed better than us. And I, that's why I was surprised about Jerry, because even Jerry, like in the span of your interview and the same with us, he will no comment and then comments like even in the interview that's why i was surprised about him steven i was like yeah yeah i got it you lost you'd like don't really want to deal with that yeah which makes me believe jerry's not scared of anything like he talked to reporters after the game sure i don't i don't know if he's more furious than last year he looked heartbroken on sunday night but last year when this happened he lit up y'all's phone lines yeah scheduled and unscheduled yep calling in so Reckless speculation. It's fun. Who knows? It's an absolute it's blast. It's not reckless if it could be true. I just thought it was great exactly. last year. How that works? Yep. He poured fire on them. We might not bring back this coaching staff. And then a week later, he's like, who in the world thought I wasn't going to bring back this coaching staff? Like, I remember. Literally, you said it on 105.3 The Fan. And then a week later, you came back and said, who in the world is thinking this? The media took it and ran. I'm like, but you did say, huh. All right, we're back tomorrow morning. Be careful driving on a messy Tolo Tuesday. The KMC Masterpiece is coming up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 